Hello and welcome to the Life Central Youth Podcast. My name is Harvey and today I am joined by two of our incredible Life Central Youth team, Adam and Beth. And today we are going to be talking about the simple gospel. What is the gospel? What does the word gospel mean? And how does it apply to our lives today? Hopefully from this podcast, you learn a little bit more about what all of these things mean and can apply them to yourself. Gospel is a word that you might have heard of before to do with like gospel music or if you've been around Life Central Youth for a while then you might have heard us talk about the gospels or the four gospels to do with the Bible. Essentially the four gospels are four books in the Bible, Matthew, Mark, Luke and John and these four books are all about the life of Jesus from his birth to his death and coming back to life and in between we read about his teachings and we can hear about his parables and who he was and what he did. Now these are the same story but in four different accounts essentially they give us different angles of the same story and each book has its own unique perspective on things. So we have Matthew who was one of Jesus' disciples. He was really close to when a whole bunch of this stuff was happening and so he wrote this book to record everything down in it. But he wrote this book for the Jews. Now the Jews were the, well there's the name of the religious group of God's people, the Israelites. Jesus was a Jew himself and so his book is full of references to their holy scriptures uh, loads of bits from the old testament that he brings in so if you're not used to those things or you don't already know those things it can sometimes be confusing but it's still a pretty good book Then we have Mark. Now, Mark was a friend, a companion of a guy called Peter, and Peter was also one of Jesus' disciples. And so he wrote down all of his stories. Now, Mark was writing for people who weren't Jews, so people like me and you, and so he kept it pretty short, pretty sweet, and pretty snappy. And then we've got Luke. Again, he wrote it for people who weren't Jews. He wrote it for people who were Greeks, who lived nearby the Greek people. And in Luke, he takes time to explain some of the Jewish customs for the Greeks because they wouldn't know what they meant. Now, Luke also really focused on people who weren't Jews in the stories that he told about Jesus. And so we get loads of really good stories about things like Good Samaritan and other bits and bobs like that in Luke, which is really cool. And then we have John, which is kind of a bit different to the other books. John is a bit more mysterious and no one's entirely sure which John wrote the book of John other than he was called John. Now, the words in this can be poetic at times, they're actually really beautiful. But this book doesn't really tell any of the parables, the stories that Jesus told, but more tells us loads about who Jesus said he was and who Jesus is. And so across these four gospels, we have four totally different approaches to how we read the story of Jesus and his life, but they all give us a different picture. Now you might be thinking, why does this even matter? Well, Christians believe that Jesus's life that Jesus himself changed everything for everyone, including me, including you, including all the people that you know and every person you'll ever meet in your life, that his life means something significant for all of us. And so therefore actually reading about his life and what he had to say and what he did for us is a pretty big deal. And I wanna just talk for a moment about maybe what the good news is and explain what that good news or the gospel actually means for you and for me. You know, the gospel is the good news. It literally means good news. It's actually mentioned over 90 plus times in the Bible. You know, broadly speaking, the gospel is the whole of scripture itself. 
It's kind of the mega narrative of God's plan to restore humanity to himself. But when we specifically talk about the gospel of Jesus Christ, we are talking about the story of who he is and what he did. And I think you can break it down probably into three simple steps. The first step is this. It was God's design at the start. You see, God created the world. You know, you can go outside and we can see beauty, purpose and evidence of design all around us. I think it's impossible for us to ignore that. You just look at the intricate design of plants, the way the moon influences the tide, or even the ever-changing colours in the sunset and the trees. The Bible tells us that God originally designed a world that worked perfectly, where everything and everyone fitted in harmony. God created us for a purpose. And you know, that purpose is the most important thing to recognise. He created us to know him and to enjoy him, and to bring glory and honour to him through our lives. We can read about that in Genesis 1.31, in Psalms 19 verses 1, and Ephesians 2 verses 10. But the problem lies with sin or brokenness. You see, the thing that separates us from God is our sin, our own wrongdoing. And that is the thing that, that separated us in the beginning from God. You see, if we look around society, it's easy for us to see that humanity is not bringing glory or honour to God. Rather, there is brokenness in the world. We see it in the evil of terrorism. We see it in war, violence, abuse, deceit and betrayal. And it's all in ignorance to God. We could search high and low for the reason of uh, the brokenness. But the truth is behind it all, the problem is spiritual really we are the problem you and me we have not lived for god we have not followed his rules we've made it up on our own and we have not valued a relationship with him the bible calls this sin it means to run from god trying to do life our own way sin is taking the title of god and putting it upon ourselves it is because of sin that we as human beings have become hostile Not only towards God, but towards others. The Bible says the consequence of sin is death. Now, I think that's an important point there. But what is uh, what's important to recognize is if you do something wrong, you're not literally going to die. But what it does mean is your eternity, your current state is not going to be fruitful. It's going to be death like it's going to be decay. It's not going to be healthy. But when we live in a purposeful way for God, for Jesus, I believe that's when we start seeing fruit in our life, flourishment. That's when we start doing the things that we're meant to be doing. That's when we see happiness and joy spring from the depths of ourselves. You know, sin truly is putting something above God. It's putting something, uh, saying that something is more important than him. You know, if someone's got a problem with uh, gambling or pornography, they would be putting that that gambling addiction or that pornography addiction above God. And that is where sin creeps in. That is where sin separates us from God. You know, you can read more about the sin and brokenness of humanity in Romans 1.25, Romans 3.23, Romans 6.23 and Proverbs 14.12. And you might be sat there now listening to this thinking, okay, great, the world's broken, I'm broken. Well, what does that mean? Why do I need Jesus? Well, you know, Jesus is the solution. You see, brokenness leads us to a place of realisation uh, that we need help, a remedy for some good news. God, uh, because of his mercy, his great love for us, did not leave us in our brokenness. 
You see, he sent his son, Jesus, as a solution to our sin. God's design is that Jesus came to live with us and he lived a perfect sin-free life. He, he lived this example of life uh, of what God's design originally was. And he willingly chose to die in our place to pay the penalty for our sin. He then defeated death and he rose to life again. And he did for us what we couldn't do for ourselves. You know, simply hearing the good news is not enough. We must act on it and we must admit that we are broken people and we need to ask God for forgiveness and to stop trusting in ourselves. This is when we can begin to understand God's original design for our lives and the lives of others. And you can read about that all in the Bible, especially in John 3.16, Colossians 2.14, Mark 1.15 and Ephesians 2 verses 8 to 9. You know, the Bible is littered with good news. Now, you might be thinking, how does any of this make a difference in my life? You can get to know God personally. God wants to know you and have a relationship with you. He wants to know you personally, so much so that he came down to earth and died on a cross for you because he wanted to know you. And he gave everything for you. And you can choose to live for him. You can choose to get to know God today. See, wherever you're listening from right now, you can make a decision to follow Jesus, a decision to get to know Jesus for yourself. See, we believe that life with God is the best life that you will ever live. So give God a try. Why don't you pray to God and ask him to come into your life? Say sorry for all of the mistakes that you've made and say, God, I want to live for you. God wants to know you personally and take you on an adventure that you couldn't expect or imagine for your life. And right now, if you want to make that decision, but don't know how, or you've made that decision, but you don't know what to do next, we would love to track with you and we would love for you to get in touch with us. Go to our website, lifecentralchurch.org dot uk forward slash youth get in touch with us and we would love to chat you through all of that and go on an adventure with you the story of jesus is good news for everybody and we get to share that with other people who could you share the gospel with today